0: Welcome to Drive Time Devotions and our look today at Psalm 53. Let's start, let me just read for you to begin the six verses of Psalm 53. Psalm 1 says, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt and their ways are vile and there is no one who does good. God looks down from heaven on the sons of men to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. Everyone has turned away. They have together become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Will the evildoers never learn? Those who devour my people as men eat bread or who do not call on God? There they were, overwhelmed with dread, where there was nothing to dread. God scattered the bones of those who attacked you and put them to shame, for God despised them. Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. When God restores the fortunes of his people, let Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. That's Psalm 53, 1 to six. And if you're thinking, wait a minute, there's something about this Psalm that seems familiar to me. I'm giving you huge Bible study points right now because Psalm 53, with just a few changes, is an exact repeat of Psalm 14. Same psalm, with just a few things added in Psalm 53. Same words. Fool says in his heart, there is no God. So my question is, why would God put the same psalm twice in the book of Psalms? It says to me that we really need to hear this. Don't miss this one he's saying. It's the foolishness of a no-God life. Even when saying there is a God, the truth is I can live like there is no God. I can depend on myself and not choose to pray or I can depend on myself and trust in my circumstances. And so if you think this is a Psalm about somebody else who says there is no God, there are many times in my life and if you're honest with yourself, probably more times than you'd like to admit in your life when you're living and acting as if there is no God, life. And the truth is we've all turned away. While we were his enemies, Christ died for us. Paul quotes, from this Psalm and Psalm 14 in Romans 3, 9 to 12. What shall we conclude then? Are we any better? Not at all. We've already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under sin. As it's written, there's no one righteous, not even one from this Psalm. There's no one who understands, no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There's no one who does good, not even one. So we could apply this to atheists and feel good about ourselves, But I'm saying there are many times when we are practical atheists, when we foolishly act as if there's no God. We have to admit then that we've been fools. So let me give you a list of eight things that I hate to admit, eight eight ways I hate to admit that I've been a fool in almost every one of these ways in acting as if there is no God. It's the same as we looked at in Psalm 14 because I figured if God put the Psalm in twice, there's a truth we need to look at together twice. So, eight ways I'm acting like there's no God. I'm acting like there's no God when I, number one, continue to sin as if there will be no consequences. I take advantage of the grace of God. I act as if it's not hurting me, it's not hurting others, it's not hurting God's kingdom. Of course God can forgive us of our sins, but to act like it's just okay because nothing bad has happened yet, that's that's being a fool. Number two, I. I'm acting as if there is no God when I seek first my goals and my, cl- my plans. Jesus told us to seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, and then all the other things would be added to us. But sometimes I seek first my goals and my plans and then try to add in all the God things into my life. I've got it backwards, and it's a foolish thing to do. And I've acted like a fool many times in that way. Maybe you have too. You just confess it. <laughs> I'm acting like there's no God when I do that. I'm acting like there's no God, number three, when I try to find comfort in my entertainment and hobbies instead of in the Lord. Now entertainment, it's meant to do what it says in the word, it's meant to entertain, meant, meant to make you laugh. Hobbies are meant to divert you, help you to relax. But when you're depressed, when you're discouraged, when you need hope, the Lord is the one who comforts you. So trying to escape into my entertainments, hoping that it will give me hope, that's foolish. And entertainment can't give you what only God can give. The Lord is the one who comforts. The Lord is the one who gives us hope. So stop running away from the Lord when you need hope into entertainments, and start running to him first. Number four, I'm acting like a a fool when I depend only on myself to get it done. As if I could do it all by myself, as if I'm not a creation of God. I know that's true when I do the work without prayer. I rush into it without taking the time to talk to God about it. Number five, it's foolish when I put my hope in people or things. I'm acting like there's no God when I do that, like they're the source of hope. So you you look for security because of the house that you're in or the neighborhood that you've been able to move into. Or you look for hope for the future that's built on your trust in a person instead of your trust in God. Number six, I'm acting like there's no God when I let worry continue to consume my thoughts. We're all going to be attacked by worry, tempted to worry. But do I take those worries and be anxious for nothing, as Philippians tells us to do, but instead turn my thoughts in prayer to God and praise to God so that he can comfort my heart, give strength to my heart like nobody else. Give me a peace that passes understanding. Number seven, I'm acting as if there's no God when I go days and weeks without reading the Bible. God wrote this book for me. He laid out the truth for me so he could give me encouragement on a daily basis, give me direction on a daily basis, show me the direction I should take and the decisions that I should make and also the heart that I should have for him. And when I ignore what he has written to me, day after day after day after day. I'm acting like there is no God. It's like being in your house with your husband or your wife if you're married and not listening to them day after day, week after week as if they're not there. Number eight, last one. I'm acting like there's no God when I become so concerned about myself that I don't have time to give to others. When it becomes just about me, I become worried. I become caught up in myself like I have to do it. It's. It's a matter of trust in God, when you give your time to serve others. But it's the best life. Now I, I don't want to be a fool. I don't, I want to be wise, and I think the same is true of every one of us. So let's be wise together right now. I don't want to end with those that list of eight negative things. I want to I want to end with a list of eight positive things. What does it mean to act like there is a God? Let's look at the reverse of those eight. I'm acting like there is a God when I when I repent of my sin. That's acting like there is a God because he will forgive me of that sin. I'm acting like there is a God when I seek first God's kingdom. Because when I seek God's kingdom, as I just said, then all those other things are added to me as well. I'm acting number three like there is a God when I find comfort from God's spirit, from God's word, from God's love, and not from my entertainments. I'm acting like there is a God when I pray right now about what I'm looking to get done. And as I pray, I recognize, wait a minute, is this what I'm looking to get done or is this what God's wanting to get done? And in that moment of prayer, I realize I wanna do what God wants, not what I want. I'm acting like there is a God, number five, when I put my hope in God alone, God alone. There is no one else that we can hope in, no circumstance, no person. There is nothing else that you can hope in but God alone. So put all your hope there. Number six, I'm acting like there is a God when I give my worries to God, I ask for His peace. Number seven, I'm acting like there is a God when I spend time today in God's Word. Well, you're doing that right now, acting like there is a God. And number eight, I'm acting like there is a God when I love my neighbor as I love myself. Let's pray together. Father, I have to confess that I have been a fool and am still a fool so many times. When I act like you're not there, when I act like the world around me is all that there is, or the thoughts within me is all that I have, or the feelings that I have right now are all that's gonna last, none of that's true. And I take the time right now to recognize that, who you are, the power of who you are. And I know that when I do that, you're gonna give a wisdom into my life that was not there before, I ask for it. Give me your wisdom today to live the life that you have for me today. I ask it in Jesus' name, amen.